Pod Culture, episode 534, End of an Error, part A. The road thus far. Pod culture. I'm Brad. I'm Glenn. And we are your hosts for this show about absolutely nothing. And everything. Do not, under any circumstances, fly U.S. Airways. They suck. And not in the happy fun way either. <laughs> and here we are, episode 25 of Pod Culture. I'm Brad. I'm Glenn. And I'm Christina. And God knows why they let us back, but we still keep coming. Oh, wait. Nice people. I know why. Yeah, they're nice people. the bandwidth fees. <laughs> they're, they're nice people. I they're like nice that. nice people. Since it's us. This portion of Pod Culture brought to you by Stephen's Stomach Pumps. Oh. <laughs> and welcome back to the big darn birthday bash <laughs> holiday stomach pumping extravaganza. I'm still waiting for cake. The cake is a lie. On a shingle, we are back <laughs> with another episode of Pod Culture. I'm Brad. I'm Glenn, and I'm Adam. And that's all you got for this. Um, well, last recording of Pod Culture. Yep, uh, as we know it. Like we said, a uh, number right. of episodes ago, we're <laughs> kind of we know it. Yeah, as as you know it, <clears throat> stay tuned to the feeds and podculture.com. Because might be something that. This, you know, but you never know what these geeks might spin up every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, after almost fifteen years, thirteen years, yeah, thirteen years, 13. almost thirteen yeah. years. Yeah, uh, we're riding off into the sunset. So, um, guys, yep. last time, what have you been up to, Mister Adam? Oh gosh, when was the last time we recorded? <laughs> well, you and I recorded like a week well, ago. Yeah. <laughs> but like for. That's that other show. Culture. Yeah. Um, it's been a pretty eventful summer. Because uh, it seems like it's been since like the beginning of summer since we recorded. You recorded in an episode, yeah. yeah. Um, Longer since one's hit the feed. So, let's see. I've been to... Gosh, I've been to Florida like twice. I went to Key Largo. Montego. Then maybe <laughs> why don't we go... To make it as if I um, uh, I went down to help my sister with her scuba instructor certification. Ooh. Um, Do you run into so, jackass? Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Um, but, 
she ended up passing, and she she is now full fully fledged instructor. Okay, that's okay. awesome. She, so, she got through the course. She got through the course. <laughs> she she passed flying colors. Uh, it was two days of of testing and all that good stuff. Now, so. Wait a second, was it diving or was it flying? Make up your mind. <laughs> flying colors with <laughs> diving colors. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm uh, very proud of her for doing that. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. It's very cool. Uh, and then we did some celebratory dives uh, after that, which was awesome. Dove on a old Coast Guard cutter um, at about a hundred feet, and this sucker is is a big ship. It was awesome. Uh, gosh, what are they? Say? It's like oh, almost four hundred feet long, or something like that. This the ship. It was crazy. Um, and we dove our, in, in a, a lightning storm. Oh. And that was fun, let me tell you. <laughs> Brown clouds falling Ooh. out of there. Yikes. Like, we started seeing, like, flashes underwater. We're like, is someone taking pictures? Mm. No. no. <laughs> That's wow. lightning that we can see 30 feet underwater. And we could also hear thunder. Wow. Which is not a good sign because sound really doesn't transfer very well between two different mediums like that, air and then into water. Mm. Um, so it was on top of so you. So it was loud. <laughs> um, so yeah, but uh, came through that unscathed. So um, gosh, let's see. Then it would, uh, went to a lake, uh, did like a weekend at a rough river then did a day at Taylorsville Lake with a the family. Then went back to Florida here last week uh, and visited NASA, which was awesome. Oh, my gosh. I got some family that works at NASA. And uh, I obtained a piece of the old Space Shuttle's solid rocket boosters. So I have a piece of... Of hardware that has flown into low Earth, well, not quite low Earth orbit, but high altitude, uh, mm-hmm. to get said space shuttle into space. That's pretty awesome. And it's probably been done, since they reused it, it's, it was probably used several times. Like so, on the Enterprise flight tester or an, an actual orbiter? An actual orbiter. Okay. Like the solid rocket boosters, those two white boosters nice. on the side of the that nice. the orange reddish orange the inter- tank the enterprise only went up the on enterprise the back of a didn't seven, yeah the enterprise never flew into space damn was, shame that it never flew into space i know yeah but yeah it only flew on the back of the 747 for aerodynamics testing and landing uh columbia was the first one into space yeah and we got to actually see in person for for my first time, I uh, it was my first time seeing a space shuttle and being so close to it. Uh, the space shuttle. You hadn't been to the Smithsonian. Hmm? You hadn't been to the Smithsonian. I, not since the space shuttle's been there. Really? Yeah. I saw the Enterprise at the Smithsonian. They've refurbed it since the last time we were there, probably. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was very moving, uh, very awesome because I've been. A long-time fan. One may say a lifelong fan of NASA. Yeah, because it's yeah. been within your entire uh, lifetime. Yeah. Not ours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, NASA was formed in 19... Was it 65? 
No. 59. I think technically. It's older than me. Um, Not by much. (laughs) Back in my day. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) After after that, we went to Universal. Stone tablets. Back in my day, we had to use solid rocket boosters. (laughs) (laughs) With a really long wick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got to run away from that thing real quick. That's kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah. Then we had to. Then we had to. Then we went to Universal, uh, Universal Studios, and awesome. uh, I visited Harry Potter, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, for the second time. It was awesome. Had lots of butter beer, and it was amazing. Um, rode the Hulk, which is probably the most perfect roller coaster ever. Um, you say it's incredible. I would say it's incredible. Yes. Very much so. Uh, then we went to Animal Kingdom, uh, which was cool. Uh, Road Everest, which is another great roller coaster. Going the 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 Avatar ride. We did. It was only an hour wait. Really? Yeah. As opposed to the over two hour wait uh, when we first went there last year. Mm. Um, and Crystal didn't want to. You know, they didn't want to uh, wait in line. Last time, but this one they were like, okay, sure, we'll wait in line for you know an hour, and you know there's a lot of line, there's a lot of cool things to see while you're in line. That's cool. Uh, they really did up the production really well, um, so it's it's fun to actually kind of walk through toward the toward the end there and see see what what all they have. Um, so it was me and my sister and my cousin um, and Crystal all went on it, and uh, they loved it. Absolutely loved it. It's probably one of their favorite parts, I think, or one of their favorite rides. So, and it is something else too. Highly recommend it if nice. you ever get there. It's fantastic. <laughs> Last time I was down in Orlando, it was it, there were just two parks, and one of them was still pretty new. Was it? it was just Disney and Epcot. Epcot. Man. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> Every person comes out tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just Mickey and the giant golf ball. Yep. Yep. I went to Universal, but it was like really new. It was like, you know, here's model kits of what the Star Wars stuff's going to be. Oh, and all yeah. That stuff, you know, it was like, wow, this is going to be awesome someday when I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> you see the meme that was going around when they started building for the, the Star Wars land where they had to demolish part of the park? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, Alderaan land. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's that'll be my next trip down there. Is when Star Wars Land opens. I maybe a year after it opens to let the fervor die down. But um, also speaking of Star Wars, there is a VR experience there Mm. in uh, Disney Springs, which Mm -hmm. is kind of like um, it's like an outdoor mall thing. You don't have to have a ticket to get into it. It's just kind of a it's like a promenade uh, with let's, let's like a plaza with a bunch of stores and uh, shops, all sorts, restaurants, all sorts of stuff. Uh, really, really cool. So the summit on and, acid. Basically, yes. Um, there's this place called The Void, and they have very interactive VR experiences. Hmm. And the one that they're featuring now is a Star Wars one. 
called Secrets of the Empire, I believe. And you get a fully wireless and, and contained VR uh, getup. It's a it's like a it's like a laser blaze like a mm-hmm. suit, you know, kind of like a a, a vest and a helmet with Photon. VR yeah, with <laughs> VR goggles that come down. And that's it. No gloves or anything like that. And I was like, no power glove. Okay. Huh? <laughs> what? All right. Well, this thing starts up and it fucking tracks your hands in real time. Wow. In your fingers. It knows where your fingers are. Wow. It's awesome. And so you're actually walking around in a physical space, but you're seeing in VR that like you're on a shuttle or you're on a um uh you're on like um Mustafar the lava planets like you're you're in some like compound that's there, but you're actually wow. walking through corridors. And you can, if you reach out and touch a wall, the wall's going to be there in real life. <laughs> so they've got whatever maze or whatever set up to reflect what's going on in, in VR. Nice. If you find a gun or a, a lever or whatever on the wall and you go to pull it down, it'll be there to pull down. Or the gun will be there to pick up. Wow. And that's how you get your, your blaster rifles is there's some on a wall, you walk up to it. And you you pick it up, wow! And it's it's there in your hands as well, and That's it pretty is slick. so awesome. Uh, it's it's a little on the short side. Um, I I could have I would have liked to have had it a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but it's it's understandable. Got to move people, yeah, you know, you turn it over. Uh, it's like thirty five dollars or something like that. Whoa! For I don't know, maybe a twenty minute experience overall. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, bad, that's though. that's uh, well, that's probably in line with what the Star Trek experience was. Uh, it was probably about thirty bucks a pop, or both, because there was two. Mm-hmm. There were two things you could go on, and uh, I think you could do. I think there were thirty bucks a pop, or two, both for fifty, or something like that. Hmm. But really, really cool. Um. The the VR was gr- like the the headset was great. Um, just just I was just amazed at how it could track my hands and my fingers and what my fingers were doing in real time. That sounds like the the Windows VR, but a little further. You know? Oh, and steroids. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So you could really flip Vader off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was really something. So. If you ever get the opportunity to try it out, um, give it a go because I thought it was it was worth it just cool. just for that experience. And like, all, so you're in a group of four, uh, a group of four people. You're you're basically um, stormtroopers undercover, like you're you're rebels, but like you have like you have stormtrooper outfits. Um, so the team that you're seeing and you're seeing other people, like you're 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 paired with. Or you're put into groups of four. So you'll see your fellow troopers, and they'll be in VR as stormtroopers. We had a little kid with us, and he must have been not even five foot tall. 
<laughs> it's this little bitty stormtrooper running so, around. Oh, really? So, yeah. Did, so wow. did you ask him, aren't you a little short yes, for a stormtrooper? Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but it was really cool to see that. And he reached out and you could, you could shake hands or pat, pat him on the head or, you know, whatever. It's, it was, it was super slick. So nice. Yeah. I can't wait to see that, you know, that technology even evolve and see where that's going. So, wow. It was a lot of fun. Pretty cool. Glenn, what have you been up to, bud? Oh, geez. Or not up to. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing that cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, it's funny, we started this show around the time I started my cool job of um, being a photojournalist in a news helicopter, and we're ending this show not long after I've ended my career of being yeah. a uh, <laughs> photojournalist. <laughs> not a drone operator, huh? Not yeah. a drone operator. Yeah, so uh, I love my job, but I've been replaced by a drone. Yeah. And, How's that working uh, out for them? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they you know, can't get places as fast as they'd like, and they yep. can't... Uh, you know, get the kind of shots they used to and whatever. But, hey, it's a lot cheaper. You know, so much for quality. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But, um, so, um, I've been looking around. I've been kind of picky, but uh, I haven't found anything yet because it's hard to find people that know, well, people that can make sense out of my resume. You know, it's so mm. much TV <laughs> and then the last... And things have changed so much these days. People are like, oh, well, just put the last 10 years. I was like, well, I've been doing the same job the last 12 years. If I just put the last 10 years, it wouldn't really show much, now would it? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, I've been looking around. I had an opportunity come up that I was really hoping would work out. There's a uh, movie company in Louisville that... uh, was hiring for a, a video editor. No, oh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. And um, I, I sent him my resume, and I got the, I got the initial nod from them that you know they were looking at me and considered me for the next step, and uh, they wanted to see a demo reel, which, of course, I didn't really have a demo reel, so I, I had like over the weekend, so I made a demo reel over the weekend. Which that's is, that's why we're recording. This week, <laughs> yeah, uh, which was quite interesting. Uh, not having edited for, you know, fourteen years probably to then step up and say, okay, I'm going to teach myself this new software and mm-hmm. uh, and compete at a uh, professional <laughs> level in three days. Sure, why not? And no pressure. I, I felt uh, I felt that I really crushed it. You know, I mean, I felt like I did a really good job. I, I think felt you like did I good. had a chance. So. Uh, but never ended up hearing back from them. I know they're busy making a film right now for the first week or so. I convinced myself that they were just busy, but uh, it's been two weeks now, so I'm thinking that's probably not going to work out. I probably have to get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a shame because, you know, an opportunity like that here, you know, just didn't seem like something that would pop up around here, at least not very often. So, so uh, still looking for something. But in the meantime, um, I uh, I should have been writing. I should have had a book or two done in all this time. But instead, yeah, it should be like the fifth book out now. Yeah, I know, right? But I've been really busy uh, focusing on my artwork. And, well, uh, yeah, because you had a side gig. Yeah, yeah. So um, the whole thing, I don't remember that I talk about the. I, I thought don't I think so. I, no, okay. Um, yeah, I had a. I had an amazing opportunity that popped up, and the timing was just right. I just lost my job, and I was like, I've got time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for it. Um, 
had an opportunity to draw sketch cards for Topps Card Company. And uh, I know most people that are in like sports cards and stuff are familiar with Topps, but Topps has been doing non-sports cards forever. They did the original Star Wars cards back in 77. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they came with bubblegum. Yeah, and they've been doing them ever since. And uh, I uh, had the opportunity to draw sketch cards for the Topps Galactic Files 2018 set, and... um, I ended up drawing 92 cards for that set. They couldn't have given you eight more just to do an even 100. Yeah. Um, no, no. Um, the thing is, I did those 92 cards in 30 days. So that was uh, wow. a lot of work. Wow. <laughs> so for you, that's a lot of drawing. That's a lot of drawing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, you know, trial by fire and a lot of... Uh, I mean... It was just an amazing opportunity to work on something that this is officially licensed Star Wars product. The, these cards are going to be sent to Lucasfilm to be approved. You know, I mean, it's just crazy awesome. to think that I, I'm I'm officially a very 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 small part of the Star Wars universe now. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, that was just amazing, and. Um, Right as I was finishing that up, they gave me the opportunity to work on the next set, which was the Star Wars Masterwork set. Nice. So I ended up doing only 30 cards for that set because I'd learned my lesson. I didn't want to do three a day. <laughs> that gave me one a day, and I could spend a little more time on them. And, you know, um, I was a little happier the way they turned out. I was happy with the first ones, but... Yeah. Um, just getting used to the the format and the tools and the speed that I needed to do them in. And I draw cards pretty quick anyway, but there was initially a lot of pressure, you know, because this is... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. (laughs) This is a card that, you know, it's an official Topps card when I get it. It's just blank on one side. Mm -hmm. And if I screw it up, that's it. That's it. There's not like a... They didn't send me a whole bunch of extras. They, They send you one extra which you have to send to them, you get to pick one card that's your least favorite card to be destroyed. So when you're done, you send them all to them, and you say, this is the one. And uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> you got to send one of your children off to die. Yep, wow. I do. Yep. And uh, I, uh, I had one. I thought it was going to be a cool card. just did not work out. Um, Luke's original outfit from the a new hope mm-hmm. his sleeves are really funky they're really mm-hmm. long wide sleeves and i i tried drawing a, a upper body scene with him and uh just the this whole scale of the arms just turned off really wonky <laughs> and i was just like uh, no no i can't let this go so i sent a note with it, it says luke doesn't get to go to tashi station <laughs> <laughs> So uh so oh. Luke bit the dust there. Um but but it's really cool and uh like I said I worked on the um the masterwork set. I was really happy with that and those are like super thick cards. They're They are pretty heavy duty cards yeah. cuz you have the ones that they your I guess pay for it. They kind of trade or whatever. You get your the card they send back to you. Or... Oh, that yeah, yeah, the um you showed us something. I, I get uh, artist proofs. Hi, I'm Ron Glass. Uh, some people know me as Shepherd Book, Serenity, 
Firefly. Anyway, you're listening to Pod Culture. Enjoy. Oh man, our stomachs are churning, hearts are burning. <laughs> We're back with a little geek cuisine. Hopefully very little. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this ain't the last one. What we go through for for our listeners, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, All right. So uh, you gentlemen each have something. No, no, I'm done. You're done? I'm done. I'm okay. Done. I'm done. He's, he's... Well, then Adam's got something here. All right, I've got something So this here. should be a short one, then. That's yep. a lot of something, though. That's a lot of something. We're going to eat all. No, we're <laughs> not. No, the fuck we are. Big bag of, I don't know, looks like mulch. Yeah. <laughs> well. Looks like candied ants. They are, they're, they're supposed to be healthy for you because they use them in a lot of, like, health food kind of things. And, Sounds bad already. Yep. Yeah, tra- trail mixes. <laughs> you lost it. You lost me at health food. Trail mix. Whatever stuffs. <laughs> So you don't have to get you don't have to grab a whole lot if you don't okay. want. Okay. Um, At least it's not they're, hibiscus. They're pretty small, and they're they're little dried things here. It's, it's kind of like have a consistency of a. Just soaked them in pineapple raisin. water. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. I got a little pineapple water left. It. I'll just say it looks like kibble. It really does. But uh, these are goji berries. Hmm. And. Uh, well, I'm soaking one in pineapple water whether I wanted to or not. There you go. <laughs> It'll um, reconstitute and swell yeah. up to the size of a berry. Better than reconstitute. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's later. Yes. Um, You're, you guys don't live with Rose. I do. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's supposed to be sweet and kind of tart or something like that. No. Mm. I want sweet and tart. I will go buy some sweet tarts. They're, um, hmm. They're interesting. I can I'd see. ask you to define it, but it never ends well. Nope. I can see that these would be good in trail mix. Yeah. But by themselves, they're kind of like... Eh. They're kind of plain. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Eat a couple at once, and you can kind of start to have a lot more flavor. Yeah. But these these things definitely need to accompany something else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking you know, throw some throw some uh, handful of peanuts, some M and M's in there, and yeah. throw these in your cereal in the morning. Yep. Good with granola. I yep. ain't that granola shit. <laughs> I eat goddamn frosted flakes or hmm. dino berry as, crunch. As nature intended. God damn right. <laughs> None of that grape nut shit. That'll break your teeth. The um the aftertaste is a little Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of an aster taste. Mm-hmm. Um, oh god, that is nasty. Yeah. I don't like it. It's not that bad. I mean it's not You're still shoving them in your mouth. It's not that pleasant, but it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. It's I wouldn't call it ass, but uh, it is hmm. not great. So yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You and yeah, your hippie wife can have them. I can't see a reason to go buy a bag of these. Yeah, and I don't. He know did. Why Crystal bought one. Yeah, but because um, she's a hippie at heart. Yeah, she is. But I'd be 
fine with that, like I said, and some sort of trail mix or granola or breakfast. Yeah. It's 18 bucks a pound? She got a discount. Or she got them on sale or some somehow. She got the we can't get rid of this stuff discount. Yeah. Oh, it's at the one that used to be the She got it from the place that used to be the giant liquor store. Oh, okay. The Orange Shelbyville Road. Yeah. Right across from the other liquor store. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, Fresh time. Yeah. yeah. As, as a standalone, I give it a thumbs down. Yeah. yeah. Um, Same here. Like I said, as an ingredient in something, I could see it could possibly be. Add a little be like something a, to it. Granola yeah. bar or something like that. And have, think, the, have like a peanut taste or something cancel out the this yeah. aster taste. Yeah, yeah I, I think this would add an interesting pop of flavor to something like a granola or something, you know, that doesn't have a lot of flavor of its own. But uh, on its own, it's just, I don't know. Not good. Not that no. great, yeah. Like you said, the aftertaste is not what you really want. No. <laughs> it's like a, it's like you're eating a, a raisin that went bad or something. <laughs> yeah. Know. And uh, it's not wine. Freema yeah. Jones, what are you doing over there, girl? My cat is... She thought she was busted because she backed the hell up there real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, for for a for a, for a thick girl, she moves real fast. She does. <laughs> yeah, because the other night Rose was trying to play with her and went to pounce on her, mm-hmm. and Prima was sitting next to her box, and Rose jumped, and while she was still in the air, Prima managed to get up on top of that cardboard box in the living room, wow. <laughs> and. Rose landed by the time she was already up on the box. That's quick. I'm like, damn. I was impressed. It's those cat-like reflexes. <sighs> she is my tubby furry little ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, Brad talks about his cats. Take a drink. <clears throat> and we will be back with more of the show right after this. Hi, this is Alan Tudyk. You're listening to Pod Culture. Listen up. Oh, no, that's crap. Oh, that? Yeah, yeah. The um, You showed us something. I, I get uh, artist proofs. So, uh, basically, um, 10% of the cards that I do are returned to me. And that's really the main way I get paid is... I now have those official cards that I drew that are official tops cards that I can then sell on the on eBay or at card shows or whatever, and that's where I would really make my money back. <laughs> uh, I haven't sold any of mine yet, although it's been interesting. I keep entering my name into eBay and seeing people that find my cards and put them up on eBay. Mm-hmm. Really? So yeah, it's hmm. pretty neat. Um, you can you can do a search <laughs> and see uh, the. Um, Right now, the one they're asking the most for is the uh, the pig guard, the Gamorrean the guard. The Gamorrean guard? Uh, they're asking eighty nine ninety nine for that one. Damn. What? Doesn't mean they'll get it. Well, yeah, but hey. <laughs> but hey, I felt good about if that. They're asking Luckily, for you it. have a weird last name, so it's yeah. yeah it's Holy crap! To, it's like ninety bucks or best offer. Find yeah. Yeah, eighty nine. I mean, it was like. <laughs> of course, EBA pops up. Did you mean Borzio? <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, and like twenty five bucks for Admiral Akbar. No. I see. Uh, d- d- about forty five for Lando. Mm hmm. Uh, thirty two for Nine Nub. 
Somebody's got a copy of Lady in Black up there. Yeah, I find that weird. My book's on there. And now, buy them directly from me. Don't buy them from them. But uh, they've got my hardback up there way cheaper than I could sell it for. I don't know how anybody's making any profit selling my my hardback collection. But, 30 bucks for your Yoda card. Yeah. That's yeah, not a big deal. Some, yeah, there's Trinity of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you know? Shadow of Death. <laughs> All right. So uh, then as soon as I was done with the Masterworks, I got uh, assigned to a top secret project, which I wasn't able to talk about for a long time. But then Mm. finally they broke the word about it. And um, I don't have my artist proofs back from this one yet, but I had the pleasure of working on the inaugural card set for season one of Netflix's Stranger Things. Really? Oh. That was a nightmare. Really? Uh, trying to draw all those kids and yeah. pen in full color and what was I thinking? Oh my God. Well, I'm glad I'm taking a break now. <laughs> that was a lot of work. Uh, I, you know, it's called a lot unemployment, of them, not taking a break. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. Um, Freelancing. Yeah. You know, a lot of them I was, I was okay with. There were a few that I really liked, but, uh, but it was, it was quite a challenge. Uh, I don't draw kids a lot, and then to get a, try to do all those likenesses. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, it was such a breeze drawing all those aliens from Star Wars compared to this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I found my niche. It's drawing aliens. Their features are a little more subtle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, quite a thing. Um, as we record, I'm getting ready to go to Cincinnati Comics Expo, and um, uh, that'll be the first show that I've done since I've become a tops card artist so there you I'm go. looking forward to seeing how that goes i think it should be i'd go but i'm too broke should be a good show i'm broke too but luckily i paid for the table a long time ago mm-hmm. <laughs> and booked the t- booked the hotel a long time ago so <laughs> oh you're staying up there yeah yeah no yeah. you know when you got to set up things and I, i'll know some people there too that i want to hang out with and you know go eat after the show and stuff like that so cool but i mean it's about a two-hour drive for me so well, you know, don't want to tack four hours of driving on each day. You drive day. slower than I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm staying up there, which eat up all my profit. So I must love doing this or I wouldn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> Got to get your name out there. Pay your dues, boy. That's right. Everything costs so much. It's hard to make a profit after no all the expenses. Oh, shit. Yep, yep, yep. Because I'm kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I, I is fun employed as well. <laughs> fun employed. Fun employed, yeah. Um, about a, right at about a month ago, I was let go from my position because I wasn't hitting their metrics. Now, basically, in a nutshell, without going too far into, in, into the weeds, I, and I've talked about it on the show before, I have uh, what used to be called Asperger's which is on the autism spectrum disorder, which means for me, it's difficult to type and talk on the phone at the same time. So typing one thing while you're saying something to someone else, like I couldn't be typing notes into the PC here while I'm trying to talk to you, talk to you guys. Not going to happen. It's just my way. My weird brain is wired. It can only do one language center thing at a time. Fine. You know, it's not that mm-hmm. big of a deal slows your after-call work time down big time. That's a metric I wasn't hitting. Didn't hit it. Had up until the uh, 1st of August to hit it. 
didn't hit it. But the funny thing was, like three days into August, I was hitting it. Oh, really? Too late. That was not taken into consideration. Well, that's bullshit. Oh, that That sucks. is complete and utter bullshit. Oh, that sucks. I didn't know that. Yeah, and to add insult to injury, not only was I wasn't allowed to go back to my desk, mm-hmm. I got a couple of things like my medication and, and some you know phone and that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. But they packed all my shit up and sent it back. And now I had a lot of shit on my desk. No. Yes. What? Yeah. I mean, was, <laughs> I had a big Brad. steel I beam, and this I beam had like five feet of magnets on it. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably why they got rid of me because it was probably affecting the field of the building or something. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of magnets on that thing. If you're going to put me next to it, I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. So, but I had a couple of Star Trek. Ornaments there because mm-hmm. they're the ones that come with the stand, you know, and then they're easy to display. You know, they're they're not Christmas tree ornaments, even though that's when they sell the damn things. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't give a fuck when they packed everything up. Game shattered, mm-hmm. and some of these things are no longer. Actually, all of them are no longer in production. One, yeah. the Captain Kirk and the the chair, yeah, Captain is going to be very easy to fix. Mm-hmm. It just the, the connecting just came loose. Kirk has a big old butt, basically, that sits <laughs> sits, in the little, sits in the hole in the chair. It holds him in. That's going to be easy to glue in. The saucer to the nacelle of the Enterprise and all that, not so much. Yeah. That's that's, that's going to be... That. I might have to enlist you. Your motor skills are probably a little more fine than mine. Okay. <laughs> I'll gladly help. Because these also have... Wires in because they light up and make noise too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Um, and I had a, I had um, I'm I'm not gonna hide it. I had a little bit of a breakdown and was hospitalized for a few days because of it. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook, you probably saw it, and we won't go into that. But uh, Adam was one of the first. He he beat me back home. Let's put it that way. And uh, yeah. So I spent a few days at Our Lady, and then about two weeks outpatient. Well, and, I had someone that let me know, so... Okay. But it's... Um, and, and, and I won't go into two things, but if you're hurting and you need help, there are more people out there than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, if anything, that's what this is, has shown me. Um, you know, not just Adam and, and my family and, and everything, and... Glenn even brought litter over for the cats. But, you know, friends have... I had one friend and his wife sent two ginormous bags of food for the cats. I mean, you know, you get the normal... You see the normal bags of... Mm -hmm. Because I get the Blue Buffalo brand. And they're like $17 or Mm -hmm. or whatever for a 12-pound bag or something. It's in like two... 35 pound bags of this food. It's big. Freeman's eye about popped out of her head. I'm like, don't, because her eye's like this. I'm like, don't pop that other eye out. That's another 900 bucks. We can't afford that. You just have to roll the cats around soon. That'll be so fat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Freeman's kind of already there. It's close. Yeah, she's that way because Rose is a grazer and Freeman's a eater. So Rose walks away, Freeman eats the food. Uh, but yeah, people have, have reached out to there. Um, wasn't able to go to Dragon Con, obviously. And, um, you know, my, my 
podcasting, you know, the other podcasts and stuff that I've done, uh, those friends did something that, uh, and I had it up on my Facebook for a while, and I, you guys probably might have saw it as Facebook header. They, the Wednesday night, I think it was Wednesday night, because Wednesday is the new Thursday now of Dragon <laughs> Con. Because it used to be, you know, Thursday was the day before everybody would arrive and mm-hmm. get ready for con. No, <laughs> that's Wednesday now because they shit got shit going on Thursday. Pre-con stuff, official pre-con stuff. Oh, going boy. On. Wow. Yeah. And uh, they all went to the Metro Diner, which I don't think Adam and I went to. Um, but it's if you think, it's, it's this weird combination of like a Greasy Spoon Diner and a nightclub. It's very weird. Lots of neon and flashing, and there's karaoke and all this crap and loud music. But the food like Greasy Spoon Diner stuff, which is good because w- most people are drunk when they go there. Mm. <laughs> but they took a big group shot, and it was like everybody got together. And there was a sign saying, hey, Braff. <laughs> Bra- you know, we miss you. And it's a running joke because when we started the Dollhouse podcast, they <laughs> we, we were talking in in the chat about something and of course the F key is right next to the D key on the keyboard and I went in to type my name <laughs> and I typed Braff <laughs> not heard the end of a sense well, yeah. it, it still crops up I mean it's been like I was working at Bank of America oh wow and that was like two desks moves before you know wow. I left there, so that was a you know some things st- just stick with you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so just braff. I'm like, type that in the comments. Never gonna let that down, am I? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's the whole group. Say, hey, Brad, we miss you. Dragon Con 2018 and, and all That's that. Awesome. So that was that was that was pretty fucking awesome. And uh, they had a, a messenger chat going all weekend, just to you know, so they could meet up and coordinate and everything so i was i was uh overwatch <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you watch arrow <laughs> I, I was playing overwatch that weekend so i put the overwatch symbol up <laughs> but swapped out the colors for the marriott carpet for the, oh, okay <laughs> that's what that is gotcha all right <laughs> it's, it, that's a photo edit i can easily do that's just a palette swap right there, there man <laughs> yes it's there's like a whole cult going on now with that carpet. Mm-hmm. Oh, Somebody yeah. wrapped their Mustang, did a wrap, wow. a, 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 a Mylar wrap mm-hmm. of a new Mustang Wow! with the Marriott carpet. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. There that's, was, a, there a, was a Doctor Strange that the cape was had the lining of the Marriott oh, carpet. Oh, that could be cool looking. Oh, it gets better. He had light up acrylic things to do look like he was casting spells. Mm-hmm. If you look close, the ing- the etching on it is the pattern of the carpet. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that kind of works. Like that color palette and the design, mm-hmm. it, it, it does for work. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was. I'm like, somebody find me a Marriott carpet lantern, please. <laughs> there was apparently they couldn't, uh, but there was a Wonder Woman. Wow, there was a Wonder Woman that a Deadpool. Uh, wow. So there's, yeah, that carpet gets into everything. <laughs> and then there's people that bring their pieces. So there's like a cult of carpet where they re-carpet a hallway. <laughs> 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 it's hilarious. And I think wow. Marriott's yeah. given up trying to sue people that are selling the patterns because mm. it's just everywhere now. Good. Because I want a Hawaiian shirt in that Marriott carpet. 
pattern. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so... I mean, I got a piece hanging up here in yeah. the studio. Though my dragon content. It's very shit. distinctive. Yeah, and hid, hid the odious. Because I wonder how many times it's been barfed on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's... That well. That's... Uh, that's Pretty much what I've been up to, except for uh, the sit back a little of this past couple of, well, th- last night. Hmm. Last night. Couldn't sleep. You know, guys are coming over, so I'm like, we're going to do the record. So, you know, I was worked up a little bit emotionally. Couldn't sleep. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to get sleep. I'm just going to go down. It's like four o'clock in the morning. I'm just going to say, fuck it. I'm going to go down and get a Coke and stay up. So I was going to, you know, got dressed. Got in the car and I was going to drive down to the corner gas station to get a fountain drink. Well, I go to turn the corner, which is luckily only a very short distance from the apartment. And my car jerks to the right and the alarm starts going off. Like, beep, 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 bing, 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 bing. I'm like, what the hell? And I hit a couple of buttons so I can bring up the tire pressure to check. And it said zero on the right front. <laughs> I've seen it low, but I've never seen zero. Mm. So I'm like, okay. So I made the curve. Yeah, luckily, I was close to where that curve goes around to the back of my apartment. So I made that curve, limped it around, parked it, and then promptly tried to change the tire. Well, one, I can change a tire, yeah, in theory. It's been many years since I've had to. Mm-hmm. This t- spare tire has not been out of Emma since I got her. So it's it's a brand new spare tire. It was stuck in there. I was already a little angry because those <laughs> tires are about 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to run on a donut spare for a good while. So pray for me, folks. Uh, or sacrifice chicken, whatever you, you know, fried chicken, of course. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Because, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to run on the spare for a while. And, uh, yeah, I got about... I finally got the tire out after about an hour of, of screwing around with it and managed to get the jack into the right place on the car and got it up enough where I could start to unscrew the lug nuts. Got about half the lug nuts off and just lost it. Said, fuck it! <laughs> Put the tools back in the trunk. Left the tires right there beside the car. Hoped that nobody would come steal it. <laughs> nobody did. Uh, and came in and just had a little mini breakdown. But I, you know, took me my meds and I was fine. And then went back out this afternoon and finally changed that tire and went and got my damn Coke. <laughs> or Big Red, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> <sighs> and that brings me to my relaxation for today. I'm going to do a little geek cuisine in the intro. We don't usually do that <laughs> too often. And now it's time for, for a geek cuisine. Brad's podcasting fluid of <laughs> yeah, the episode. Pretty much. Uh, I am out of Fireball. <laughs> I You saw the bottle that I had, Adam? I didn't. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you saw it during the the event I that did. should not be named anymore. Yeah, that went through during Dragon Con. <laughs> oh. Because I was playing the Dragon Con at home game. Oh. And I didn't uh, have to get up for work because, well, you, you know, yeah. I'm a fun employed. 
So the the only podcasting fluid that I have that's of adult beverages is a pineapple cider. And it's kind of an irony of this name, because it's one I haven't tried before. And it's Ace Pineapple Craft Cider. Ace of Pineapples. Ace, Ace of Pineapples. Which, of course, as longtime listeners know, Glenn has a character named Ace. Ace oh. of Diamonds. There, there you go. go. Ace. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, it's pretty freaking tasty. Mm. Yeah, it's it. not bad at all. It's it's probably got a more real pineapple taste than uh, mm. the Cider, Cider Boys. Boys. Yep. And I, I likes me the Cider Boys. Yep. The only place I could find cider, the Cider Boys was at the Point Liquor. Which, They've got it up here at um, the Liquor Barn Express. I never see it when I'm in there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Weird. But, I mean, the Point Liquor is a, a liquor store in Jeff that's been there forever. Yeah, yeah. it has. It, it is, my dad used to play softball on a team that was sponsored by them. Hmm. And used to know a guy that owned it for a while. And the interior, because, you know, when your friend owns it, uh, under 21 shit don't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the interior has not gotten changed a goddamn bit. <laughs> Since, you know, when I lived up on the river. Wow. That's how long ago that was. A, yeah. That was last millennium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually it was. It's been a minute or two. <laughs> and we're not talking that, that crappy short-lived show. Mm. Actually, it was a pretty good show. But uh, Yeah, it's actually really good. I think I did get this there, though. So... Yeah, it's pretty tasty. I I I, I do like it because it it's like it's almost good. got a fresh pineapple taste to it. Mm-hmm. And you know, so. I I can really taste the alcohol and stuff normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is smooth. I don't. It just you know yeah, it doesn't it's, really. It's, I'm not like going. Ah, it's you know it's all. Tastes yeah, like the cider alcohol. boys, didn't you? Yeah, I think so. I think that it was, was good all right. too. But yeah, this is good. It's I good like stuff. It. All right, and we will be oh, back like with mm-hmm. the rest of the final episodes. Episodes with a Z. With a Z. <laughs> right after this. Because <laughs> this is almost a whole fucking episode of itself. <laughs>
sometimes you gotta bend the rules when you're out here this long. It's like the music to this song, yeah, we sampled it. Cause we got a pure love for the culture, best believe that we're fans of it. Cause everything's shiny, everything is beautiful. This is fan culture told now in musical form. We hold a torch for the battle of serenity valley. We ride a horse as we're running from the bandits and baddies. We try to help when there's people in need. All we ask for is space for my people to breathe. Or the Fox Channel Maybe you hated rap music That's understandable Maybe it opened your mind For all to see And now the sky is a place Where you long to be free It's like Take my love and Take my land Take me to a place Where I cannot stand Yeah I don't care Cause I'm still free And you can't Take the sky from me It's like Take these words And take these beats Take me to a place Where the crowds Fill the streets Yeah I don't care Cause I'm always gonna dream the woods in the land and it lights up the night and you bathe in its warmth and together we found each other and still we find more this the beauty of loving the things you love because what started from a show when above found so many others sisters and brothers from another mother together we huddled and we spoke to each other in a code so now you know and i don't need no gold ram critics and haters all i need is the crew of these sinners and players because adventures in the skies like the dreams in our minds and we hold the love Still it burns like the light of a firefly Was starting small, spread wide over time And it filled up the night sky, it blew our minds And this light will never die, no, never die And we are back with the last ever... Pod culture, Glenn's guilty pleasures. Going into the wayback machine here, into the, uh, the film vault, to an early Brian De Palma film from 1974. 1974, all the way back to 1974. That was before Adam was a gleam in anyone's eye. Yep. <laughs> and I saw this at the drive-in theater, but I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> Stranded at the drive-in, branded The most highly acclaimed horror fantasy of our time. Oh, look, it's fantasy fantasy with a PH. Yes, I saw that. Uh, Classy. I Um, know an uh, an ex-host that might have missed this one. Yeah. Let's see. Um, A groundbreaking cult film favorite from acclaimed writer-director Brian De Palma. And Hollywood Reporter says... Very funny. A spectacular celebration of horror movie nostalgia. What am I talking about? Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. This is a uh, mm-hmm. rock opera <laughs> uh, version of uh, Phantom of the Opera, I would say. Very loosely based on Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. With a little uh, yeah. a little Dorian Gray and a lot of Faust. Yeah. Yep. Um, lots of Faust. Lots of Faust. Uh, crazy, crazy film. The funny thing is, Ooh, yeah, this came out in '74, the year before the Rocky Horror Picture Show movie, which right. you would think owes a lot to this movie. If you'd seen this and see, oh, well, it must have been inspired by that. But 
uh, Brad was telling me that the Rocky Horror Stage Show actually started in 73. So, um, so you know, what was inspired by what and who and There are some and segments when. of this that if you watched them, which most people will have, yeah. have seen Rocky Horror Picture Show first, mm-hmm. there are scenes that look like they are directly lifted from directly lifted like from that. almost cinematography and all. Shot, yeah. 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 The whole sequence with Beef yeah. as he Beef. becomes mm-hmm. a Frankenstein's creation mm-hmm. yep. is totally rocky. Yeah, and it's... It came out before. Yeah. It but stage production, too. Right. Um, crazy story. And, and for me to think that this came out in 74... I must have been six or seven when I saw this. So this had to be like one of the first... Seven. For you, who would have been six? Because I would have been four, and you're about just shy of two years older than I am. Yeah. So I, I can't believe that I saw this at the theater. I, I, can, I know why uh, the sequence where he gets mutilated, it seems so horrific at the time, because I was six years old. <laughs> you yeah. know? It's probably some of the first horror stuff I had seen. This was the midnight feature yeah. at the drive-in. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. This must have been the the, the part third. two, the third movie, the third think. movie. You know, you yeah, know, they have the the two that you go see, and yeah, yeah. The kids are all asleep by the time Phantom of Paradise comes on, but <laughs> but not me, <laughs> a night owl. He had a cool helmet. I mean, it was kind of cool at the time. At the time, it looked yeah. like he, a Cyberman made it with an owl. In '74, that was about as good as it got. I mean, <laughs> it I mean, looks this is like pre Star Wars. Helmet. I mean, you know. Not even one of the good Cyberman helmets. <laughs> I mean, can could people today even imagine anything pre Star Wars? I don't think so. I can't. No. Shut up. <laughs> now, get off of my lawn. I, uh, I I did a little research on IMDb about this, and and I had always thought of uh, Paul Williams as um, an actor because I had seen him. Little Enos. Yeah, he's Little Enos from, uh, and of course my, you know, from my Smoking Abandon, which of course moment of silence. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay, moment uh, of silence for for Burt Reynolds. Yeah, who as uh, we recorded, he, he just passed he away just passed yesterday, away. right? Yesterday, day days? before, something like that. Yeah, two days. That may have been day before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we almost watched Smoking and the Bandit, which is funny because an actor in the Friends of Paradise was in. Smoking the Bandit as well. Crazy. I didn't think Glenn would actually seriously consider it, but... Yeah, I, I considered it. I just had weirder movies to watch. <laughs> I'd, I'd, <laughs> like, pretty weird. I'd like to see Smoking the Bandit again. <laughs> that's, that's an actual good movie and not one that's on the Glenn's guilty pleasure right. spectrum. Yeah, right. it, 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 yeah. Definitely it's coming back spectrum. to theaters, actually. Um, really? Next weekend, I think. I'd like to see that again, but what I'd really like to see again is the Cannonball Run movies. The first one, maybe. No, all of them. Come on. I mean, we're doing a guilty pleasure. There's only two. I'd of them? like to see. I yeah, there's, there's only, only two. two. Okay. Yeah, I think there's only two. Yeah. I mean, they have Roger Moore, of course. Right. Yeah. And Sir Roger Moore and someone I'd never heard of back in the day, Jackie Chan. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's the first time I ever saw Jackie Chan. Wow. Yeah, really Did cool. Did not know that. See, Crazy. we need to watch those again. Yeah, there. I got them out there. <laughs> you got them? I think. Mm. I think so. 
So, uh, yeah, this is a, uh, a rock opera. Uh, it, it starts out with a number that we all thought could have been Sha-na-na, if anybody's old. <laughs> it looked look like Sha-na-na. Yeah, it sure did. Um, yep. So Crap, the, blue spikes. Very musical, lots of, you know, stage productions. Um, but uh, just just crazy, uh, crazy stuff. And like I said, I thought that the... Uh, the character who's the the villain of the piece, I thought of him as an actor. I'd seen him on lots of shows, probably in the 80s and stuff. You know, he was probably on lots of the TV, you know, like Love Boat or something. You know what I'm saying? He was on all those kind of shows. You know, he showed up a lot. But um, William Finley? Fantasy Island. Finley is or... the, is, uh, I'm talking about Paul Williams. Oh, oh, Paul Williams. Yeah. Little William Finley was in a number of things, but I didn't recognize him as much. Without, oh, okay. it's hard to recognize him without the big silver helmet and the silver jaws teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Which, who had those teeth first? Was it uh, the Phantom of the Paradise or was it Jaws? What was the James Bond Jaws first movie? Oh gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I would think that would have been. Was that Man with the Golden Gun? Or no? That was that's odd. No, job. it would have been. That's. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, no, it's not. No, odd job was uh, <laughs> Doctor No. Mm, yeah, oh, Doctor No. That's right. That was the first one. Um, oh well, but uh, yeah, Jaws has the big silver teeth, and this guy, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the hero of the piece, James Bond enough, <laughs> has the silver teeth. Uh, it's crazy, but um, yeah, there's a sequence that uh, I seem to remember being a lot more horrific as a kid, which was. Um, him getting his head crushed in a record press. And, a foam uh, record press. Yeah, and then when we watched it again, it's like obviously foam, and <laughs> yep. there's no gore in that scene or anything. They don't show his face to the end, you know, for the big shock reveal. I think there was a little steam when it hit. Yeah, there was a little steam. And he ran out, and there was blood on his clothes, or bright red paint. he gotten shot or something like that, too, by the Yeah, he got shot. Police, or the, the well, security guard, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, very Phantom of the Opera. Um, he falls in love with a singer. Uh, but Phoenix. Then there's Phoenix, yeah. But then there's the, uh, the Faustian contract and everything where uh, he sold his soul to the devil. and um, He went down to Georgia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. nope, I'm sorry, wrong one. Um, but, uh, like I said, uh, Paul Williams, I didn't realize, was just a huge songwriter. I mean, did... It seems like dozens of hit songs. Uh, Rainbow yeah, for, Connection. Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection. The that is, that's, that blows my mind. Yeah. And then he plays a guy who sold his soul to the devil in this movie. <laughs> that's how he got that sweet gig working for the Muppets. He sold his there soul. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste the blood. That's right. Don't waste the blood. Oh, my. Um, and like I said, straight out of Rocky Horror was beef. Beef. <laughs> Beef oh was gosh, uh, yes. crazy, crazy character. Um, he's the guy they get to uh, actually perform the songs and uh, very crazy, over the top glam rock. Rosie, why are you up on the desk? Um, it, it's just such a bizarre movie. It, it's just really, you're like, what? Are you, what am I watching here? And some of the, I do that with most of the shit you bring over. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, it, we're we're watching it and it's like, oh, there's a wipe. I haven't seen that since Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and then the, This predated uh, Star Wars, didn't it? It predated Star Wars. And then the whole 
the montage with the the clocks the and split the calendars. Screen. Oh my gosh! And, oh, yes. the split screens and the the candle burning down and all the stuff to that show the time melted into a pile of bacon. <laughs> Pretty much, it looked like a it looked like something that would be on the face of a yep. Chinese hopping vampire. Okay, yep. yeah, that's bacon. Calling bacon. it way back. <laughs> bacon face. <laughs> um, you know, a, a couple of the songs didn't sound too bad. Yeah, I was I was a yeah, little impressed by some of them. Some of went on a little too long. Yeah, it's a rock opera, dude. But I know, I know, but. Uh, just without anything interesting happening. It was just what, like, I'm going to stand here and sing. Once they got uh, Phoenix to sing the songs, they were yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah. They yeah. got one person that could sing. Which I looked her up, and one of the most notable things <laughs> that she did... This was her first movie. I think I this think. was her first movie, and she went on to be one of the first real reputable actresses to appear in an X-rated movie. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. <laughs> And what movie is that? <clears throat> was it like insert insertions 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 oh. insertions? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, had not seen that one. <laughs> yeah, I must have missed that one. <laughs> must have missed that one. Um, but uh, she did a good job, and I know I've seen her in other things too. Uh, she apparently played a small part in the movie Hair. Yeah. Okay. Musical. Uh, apparently, there were a lot of people that went on to be stars that played the. Because uh, they had Faustian contracts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, he I had like... one. Paul Williams had one. Everybody had one. <laughs> Try to give her one. I like Brian De Palma films. Um, there, there might be a little cheesy. Um, my, this is not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite would be Body Double. I, I just love Body Double. That's a great movie. Um, but um, then there were others that weren't as good, uh, like uh, Raising Cain. You remember Raising Cain? With, uh, oh, what's his name from Harry and the Hendersons? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, um, John Lithgow. John Lithgow, yeah. Yeah. I went to the theater to see that. I was a little disappointed. Um I'm sure it's okay. But uh, Body Double, man, great movie. <laughs> you just went for the boobs. Well, there's that. Um, <laughs> especially the Body Double boobs. They were quite nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, Melanie Griffith was in that. That's Body Double. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hadn't seen this movie in its entirety probably since I saw it at the drive-in. <laughs> I mean, it's been that long. Um, long, long, long time. I, I caught a few minutes of it. Uh, some channel had an HD version of it that they were showing, and I was like, wow. Well, yeah, uh, this one actually looked pretty crisp and clear for a DVD. This was a DVD, and it was it was amazingly. We all commented on, wow, this I is a DVD. I can see a couple of film grains here and there, but mm -hmm. nothing like what you would expect. No, this looks Nothing sharp. like what the yeah, tra uh, very trailer Very good transfer. Yeah. That was a really impressive picture for a DVD. Yeah, yeah. And for a movie that, uh, you know, is a cult movie, mostly forgotten, you know, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we did this segment. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
if you got some time to kill or you're just crazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> check it out. You might enjoy it. <laughs> it's it's uh, something worth saying, it's, preferably with an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. yeah that would have helped. Yeah. We had pizza with it, but uh, that wasn't quite enough. No, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was really good pizza. Needed that. Needed, needed the uh, needed the hard stuff for that. Yeah. Yep. Phantom uh, of the Paradise for a uh, twist on the uh, Family Opera. Um, I don't know. I, I picked this copy up at a convention, but obviously, obviously, it's been you know commercially released here not too long ago. Uh, it's, I'm sure it's not too hard to find it. Maybe it'll show up on Netflix or, <laughs> or Amazon Prime or something one of these days. There you know. go. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Would you would you recommend it to a, a friend of me? <laughs> uh, Gary Gary from Jacksonville. <laughs> I, I know you have a sealed, pristine mint copy of Robo Vampire. Mint in box because he hadn't mm. broken the seal on uh, it. Bastard. Wow. Uh, yeah. What a waste. You need to watch this. I know. Oh, that was a whole 25 cents. <laughs> wow. And, and here's the crazy part. On Amazon Prime, they have Robo Vampire, Robo Vampire 2, and Robo Vampire 3. There's a third one? There's a wow. third one. Uh-oh. Why on didn't Amazon we do Prime. that one for... I don't know. For, yeah. for, for that, because we, we did what Counter Destroyer, which is Robo Vampire 2, right? Yeah. Yep. There's a Robo Vampire 3. Wow. I know. And it probably has even less to do with Robo Vampire than <laughs> yeah. Counter Destroyer was like a cameo. Yeah, yeah. There better be a RoboCop in there, or I'm going to be there's angry because <laughs> I've been promised a RoboCop in my movie since the first one. Yeah, and I still haven't seen it. <laughs> you can kind of sort of see it if you have alcohol and squint and not wearing <laughs> Turn your contacts your head or glasses to the side and stand yeah. on one leg and. Put foil on the rabbit ears. Face. Yeah, they probably they probably just relabeled some other movie as Robo Vampire Three since we made Robo Vampire One so popular. I'm convinced yeah. that we did because if you go to buy that same copy that I bought for like a quarter, mm-hmm. it's like twelve bucks. Yeah, I could do not. That's not like, inflation. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that's uh you. you that's the Brad bump right there. <laughs> well, well, I know somebody in, in some warehouse is going, why the fuck are we sending 12 copies to Louisville, Kentucky? Yeah. Twice. They must have really <laughs> bad taste in Louisville, Kentucky. They must be really bored there. <laughs> well, to do. it is Louisville, Kentucky. Nothing yeah. to do here. Yeah, all right. And we will be back with more of the last shows right after <laughs> uh, I have another drink. How the fuck is the switch on this thing? There we go. <laughs> when the stars shine bright through the engine's trail and the dust of another world drops Hang on, travelers. Let's move on. My ship is free of the open sky. It's a damn good day to my way of mind. There's a barren planet you never can leave There's a rocky valley where we lost a war There's a cross once hung around the soldier's neck There's a man's faith died on serenity's floor But I stood my ground and I'll fly once more It's the last joke that I ever swore So take my life, take my life 
take the sky from me Take me out into the black Tell them I ain't coming back Burn the land and boil the sea Can't take the sky from me When you see the man and he's standing alone Well, you might just take him for an easy mark And there's many a man who's tried his hand And there's worse than wolves in the borderland dark From the savage men to the government pounds Try to take what's yours and tear you through How about them that run with me who's got my back It's a don't know that his family's his crew Don't you tell me what I cannot do Don't you think I've got to run from you Just take my love, take my land Take me where I cannot stand I don't care, I'm still free You can't take the sky from me When you walked my road and you seen what I seen Well, you won't go talking about a righteous man You'll know damn well why I want to keep to my sky Never cry neath nobody's heel again I've seen torment wrecked across innocent souls Seen sane men mad and good men die I've been hounded, hated, married, and tricked I've been tortured, cheated, shot, and tied Won't see no tears when I say goodbye I still got my family and my firefly So take my love, take my land Take me where I cannot stand I don't care, I'm still free Blop, blop, fizz, fizz, because you're going to need it. We're back with another <laughs> Geek Cuisine. And uh, Glenn, I hope. tell us what you got. <laughs> well, it's time for some fireworks. We may have done this one before, but uh, we're doing it again. Shoot, nature's shooting out some fireworks right yeah, now. Yeah, we got some storm yeah. going on out there. It's really raining hard. Limited edition firework Oreo with popping candy. Yay, popping candy. 
I like Pop Rocks. Yeah. You don't drink them with Coke. Your stomach will explode. Yeah. Popping candy. Mm. All right. Here they come. Yeah, you got the long arms. You can do it. No, get up. No kitty at my Oreo. Uh oh. Uh-oh. There goes the kitty. kitty. You don't want oh. the Pop Rocks cat. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our gas is bad enough as it is. Boy. That would be interesting. Are you making fun of me? What? <laughs> Sorry. What? Uh, what? No. You, you've been here when she's cleared out a room. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Oreos. Tastes just like an Oreo. Mm-hmm. Except it's popping. Um, and there, it's popping. Yep. Yep. Well, thumbs up here. I'm just glad it doesn't taste like fireworks. No. Sulfury taste. Mm-hmm. Kind of powdery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who doesn't like Oreos? Hmm. No. If you don't like Oreos, you're a communist. <laughs> tastes like you blew your finger off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the second season of Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Can you be a handmaid mm. missing a finger? Nope. <laughs> Not a handmaiden. <laughs> An almost handmaid. What's our next flavor, Glenn? Yeah, we're keeping with the theme here. From the My Oreo Creation Vote for Your Favorite contest is Cherry Cola with Poppin' Candy. Yeah, so more Cherry Cola Oreos. And this has a neat uh, Tide Pod look to it. It does. (laughs) (laughs) So you can pretend you're eating Tide Pods. (laughs) Oops. Hmm. Mine really does look like a dad pot. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. You're there. you got to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah. Hey, let me throw it at you. <laughs> let me throw it at Rose. See if I can catch that Pokemon. <laughs> Pokey Rose. Pokey Rose. Mmm. Yeah. That tastes like cherry cola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got that red and white swirl and um, the Pop Rocks. It's really crazy. It, it yeah, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now this one you does definitely have a different kind of a flavor to it, mm-hmm. whereas those firework ones were just Oreos with pop rocks. This is like this is cherry cola. Mm-hmm. Flat cherry cola. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you got the pop rocks for the effervescence. Almost flat mm-hmm. cherry cola. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thumbs up here. Yeah, yeah thumbs tasty. up here. That's tasty. They can stay right there. <laughs> I need some milk. Seriously. Oh yeah. man, that's the only thing that can make that better. Yeah, unfortunately, it's... I don't have. I didn't. I didn't pick that up at the grocery store. Alrighty, and we will be back with more of the show, and some more bad movies or geek cuisine or. Something. And less Oreos. And less Oreos. <laughs> right after this. 
Hey guys, this is Brad. This is where we take a little bit of a break. Remember, Pod Culture is a podcast that's recorded every other week, split into two parts, and then sent down the podcast feed weekly. So tune in again, same time next week, for another geek filled episode of Pod Culture. Theme music for Pod Culture provided by the band Beatnik Turtle. Check out the band and their other great music online at beatnikturtle.com. If you want to reach us here at Pod Culture Central, there are many different ways. You can email us feedback at podculture.net. Call our voicemail line 812 672 4763. That's 812 672 4 POD. Comment on the website podculture.com. Drop us a line, give us a call, or send us an MP3. Let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to hear on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Pod Culture, Equal Opportunity Geekness.